Guys, welcome to Minefield. Another indie wrestling report. We are with Mr. Mr. Morales. Help me pronounce this correctly because I'm not going to get it right. Uh, we are here today with Benjamin Frederick Nicholas Cumberbatch. Say hello, brother. Hello. You got that down. Thanks. <laughs> I better hope so. Sheesh. <laughs> Yeah, we, you know, I, I, I searched high and wide to find the most unbiased professional co-host to interview you with today. So we got Mr. Tony Morales. AJ Styles is busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Tony Morales is good also. Yeah, completely unbiased. Uh, I know you guys barely know each other in any way, shape, or form. So Never there, met him. Never met him. We worked at an indie show in Wyoming together once. Is he is he another one of your illegitimate children? Oh, he's my best Ill, Ill, illegitimate child. You've got a bunch of them out there, man. Don't you forget it. He's the tallest one. Oh, I see how it is. You're one of those. You're one of those uh, chicks that's like I only meet like guys that are like six foot four. I know. Yeah, I'd pick him too. He's he's pretty. No, he's six foot five though. No, oh, I guess I must have some like raised pumas. I never noticed, man. I apologize. I did not mean to us. To sit on your uh, your uh, stats there, but uh, thanks again for being on the show, man. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we are sitting in the middle of a pandemic, and not everyone is able to put the shows on right now, which sucks. But that's okay because we're still running hot. What have you been up to, man? Are you uh, where are you training, at, if at all? Um, just training down at Extreme Gym down in Denver. There's a lot of good people that come out of Extreme. There is, yeah. There's uh, Logan Austin and Cody Devine, Cormac Battle, uh, Heidi Howitzer's been training there. Yeah, we got a lot going on. <laughs> what have you been working on, man? Like, uh, when it came to the pandemic, did it really just bum you out, or did it set a fire in your ass to just work harder? Uh, it bummed me out at first. I think just like, you know, I did that to everybody, you know, but then you kind of just got to pull through, you know. But uh, hopefully uh, I'll impress some people when I get back, you know? Where have you, like, other than just, like, other than just training, are you, have you guys been doing any shows or Extreme just strictly, like, we're waiting for uh, New Era to come back? Uh, just training, really. No shows going on, so just training right now. How's it been helping your, uh, how's it been helping your gimmick, man? Have you done anything extra to it? I mean, like, obviously you want to protect your kayfabe, but is there anything you can, like, share that you've developed more? I mean, like, when it comes to the mic, are you cutting more promos? What have you been, uh, you know, obviously you're training your ass off. Like, what have you been improving at? Well, I spent, like, the last, like, five years being a tag team wrestler, so I've been working on just my single stuff, you know? So that's different. What challenges has it presented? I don't have a Tony Morales to rely on. Tony, you know? Tony, can you fill in for that one? Is that true? Uh, no, man. It's been, you know, like I said, we've both been, you know, last three years solidly tag teaming. We've been traveling. We've been doing a lot together. And now it's, you know, with my uh, with my surgery and whatnot and my career kind of being up in the air, you know, he's really kind of been able to, you know, kind of flourish on his own and, you know, kind of proves it right off the top of the hand where – you know, the next match, his first match of the singles in uh, CSW, he went out there and won the hardcore title. That was excellent, by the way. That was a lot of fun watching that. You came out there on fire. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, when you when you went out there, man, obviously, because you're going up against Crash, man, what's it like taking a punch to the face from Crash? Because it doesn't look like it's going to be something that's going to feel good. Oh, that never feels good. But, you know, he's a big guy, a lot of power behind it. But, you know... You ever worked? Got a... Oops, sorry, man. Go ahead. Oh no, what, what was that? You ever worked with him before? Yeah, um, I actually worked with him at Slave to the Death Match. He was in the original. Uh, the God, why am I spacing right now? God, what the hell's the name of your goddamn tag team match that was? Vanity, Vanity Incorporated. <laughs> Vanity Incorporated. He was in the original Vanity Incorporated, right? Yeah, the second best one. Second best oh, it was one. like the third or fourth best one. He was good, but well, yes, we've had some we've had some pretty good team players over the years. I'm sad that Vanity Inc. isn't happening anymore, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to get you back in the ring, whether it's you know whatever shape or form it's going to happen. But Benny, man, like okay, so you're now you're alone in the ring. 
what have you been learning from the rest of the people that you you're you're training with, man? Like if, with Tony not there, uh, obviously that poses a bit of a challenge, like I mentioned earlier. But who's really been helping you out? Who's who's really been like shining you up training? Uh, so I've been working a lot with Cody Devine and Logan Austin. Uh, you know, like Logan Austin's real like good high flyer, and I just kind of been working on some of that stuff. So hopefully, you'll see some of that in the future. So we're working with these guys. Who are your main trainers there? Uh, I run Tuesday nights. Uh, let's see. Elias runs Mondays. Eric Andrew runs uh, Wednesdays. Duff Doyle runs Thursdays. So, all excellent names in Colorado, yeah. moment, man. Like every single one of those has a huge bit of gravitas behind their names. Yeah, they all have a little something. Something different to teach people, you know? When did you start? Uh, I started in 2015 when I was 19 years old. What made you get into it, man? We got another reason. Uh, just, um, you know, just a fan growing up, you know? I started watching it when I was nine years old. Uh, I remember I watched uh, Rey, Mysterio, uh, Rey Mysterio, and I thought, man, I want to be that guy. Then I realized I was way bigger than him, so... But yeah, I was just a fan and decided one day I was just going to go and try it, you know? When did you get Who big? Who else kind of influenced you, man? Oh yeah, go for it. What's that? Who else kind of influenced you as far as like, uh, you know, the big name wrestlers growing up? Who else uh, kind of, you know, brought you and got, grabbed your attention? Uh, Chris Jericho. I was a big fan of uh, William Regal, Eddie Guerrero. Uh... You know, when I was real little, I was a big fan of John Cena. No, that's not cool, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. The, the, once you get older, I kind of feel like people really respect what he did a lot more. I feel yeah. I feel like a dick that I tuned... That's when I tuned out, was when John Cena first came came in. I, I'm... I'm not a, I'm not I'm not one for good guys, man. This guy was the ultimate good guy, even worse than like Kurt Angle. And I just that's when I turned the TV off for a while. What did uh, like Kurt Angle Thugonomics, uh, the the jorts really turned me off, man. Uh, but I, I cannot deny the man's uh, vocalist, a uh, vocal vocal prowess uh, when it comes to like laying down rhymes, man, because he can kick some ass. So, what brought you into finding um, the old NEW school initially? Okay, so I started googling wrestling schools in Colorado, and when I was looking. There wasn't that many like that were popping up, but New Era was the first one that that uh, popped up, and it looked like it was the most put together school, and like the website looked good. So I ended up just reaching out to them. Okay, awesome. Benny, we love you, man. Tell us more. Give us a little bit more juice on on that steak, man. Like who, who else was in that original class with you? Uh, there's Franco Varga, Adrian Matthews, uh, Nigel Gruff. I don't remember that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Nigel. <laughs> yeah. How does your family? How does your family react to you wrestling, man? It's a big deal. Oh, they they support it. They've always supported it. You know, obviously they worry, you know, about me getting hurt, but you know they've known it's what I've wanted to do forever so they've always just gave me support for it you ever gotten hurt yet i broke my nose once in training actually but other than that i've been pretty lucky who broke your nose oh okay so logan austin fell on top of me and i drove my face into my knee oh, but shit. uh it was it was mostly my fault <laughs> when was that i feel like i was there when that happened was that like at an actual like new era show no, that was at a just in training at Extreme. Is he still sorry for it? No, he brags about it. Shit, man, <laughs> a pretty boy like that needs to not brag about that because if you want to send him receipt, you can really, really sideline his career. No, man, Little Austin's a shooter. He is. He's scary. My nose has never been the same. Immediate red man. Uh, the guy that we, uh, my best friend Colin, that we do the comics episode with, man, was describing getting his nose broke. Uh, got sucker punched at a uh, 
at a fucking uh, New Year's Eve party. Uh, some guy getting kicked out. The last thing he could do was take a swing at the closest guy, and it was Colin, like, just immediate red. And Colin's been on the lookout for this guy forever, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad that you've got a little bit better of a, an opinion to that sort of thing, man. Uh, did anyone ever come after you because you're a big guy when you go out with your friends? No, not really. I've always gotten, gotten along with most people. You know, I haven't ever had any issues like that. Well, what, Luckily. Do you, what do you guys do for fun out there in Denver, man? I mean, before before COVID, obviously, man. Like, uh, if I was if I was buying you a drink, what what am I what am I what am I ordering for you? Uh, Jack and Coke. It's probably the best choice. <laughs> how many? How many? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Depends on if you want how many, how many how many does it take to get you to dance? Yeah. Oh, I'm a lightweight, like two. <laughs> He's a cheap date, Tony. Why didn't you tell me that before we started? You didn't ask. You should, you should have. You, you didn't prep. That's on you, man. Oh, That's on is, you. It is totally my fault, man. It is completely my fault. If I'd have known, we'd have got you a uh, couple of uh, sex on the beaches, get a little bit more sugar in you, just kind of fuck with you. <laughs> then, right? Well, and see where you wake up, not, man. I'm not a cheap date. I'm classy. All right. <laughs> he is a classy broad. Jack is pretty classy, man. Now, all right, we got you on the show, man. We we want to know more about you, man. Like, uh, where are you from? Um, I'm from Greeley. Just, uh, it's like an hour north of Denver. Just, you know, small town. Not really uh, much that went on there. What were you in high school, man? Were you like punk kid, skater kid? Uh, I guess I fell under the jock category you know but i was like one of those like popular unpopular kids or you know the unpopular cool kid i got along with most people but you know i played a lot of sports what sports were you into i uh i wrestled i played football and i did track uh, lettered in all of them yeah i was the same. what'd you do in track i uh I did discus, shot put, and then I did the two hundred yard meter or the two hundred meter dash. Nice. What weight were you? What weight were you at the time for wrestling and whatnot? Uh, like one ninety five. You were, so you wrestled. You wrestled in high school. Yep, amateur. Is that where it really got started? When you realized you could really pull it off, or is that just something you wanted to do just so you, before you get to the pros? I just wanted to do it uh, just before I got to the pros. You know, I saw guys like Kurt Angle doing stuff like that, so I figured it would help. Were you practicing cutting promos even though you're just doing Greco-Roman? Oh, I've always practiced cutting promos. <laughs> Who's your always. favorite? Who's your favorite face or baby? I'm sorry, face or heel? Well, I'd have to say Chris Jericho, but he goes. You can go both ways, you know. No, I mean yourself, man. I'm like, uh, do you do you like to challenge yourself going baby, or do you like to just go the? I don't want to say it's the easy route, but it's the funnest route to go to go heal myself. Like when I when I think about it, man. When I cut promos in my head. Oh yeah. No, no, I like heal heal promos the best. You know, I guess it is the easy way out in a way. What do you What do you like about it? Something you just feel it's easier, or do you like do you like, kind of have a little bit more freedom with it, or? Well, because you get more freedom that way, you know, and like. I feel like being a heel, you you get to like not be yourself as much, you know. You get to escape, you know. You don't have to. You can be a bad guy and not worry about someone like attacking you. You know, you're supposed to be that way, you know. Yeah. Do you like the fact that you're out to make the crowd hate you? Yeah, in a weird way, it's it's like a good feeling to know you can do that, you know. Like, to get people to have that emotion towards you. How did your family react to people booing the shit out of you, man? Confuse them? Yeah, it confused my mom a bit more, you know? Like, she couldn't believe it. You know, her her baby boys all getting people to hate them. <laughs> well, that's one of the best parts, man. I'd rather get booed if I was a wrestler than people cheering for me, man. That's 
I don't know. I just like being the bad guy the best, man. Like, it, and everything about it. Like, when I was a kid playing G.I. Joe's with my friends, I didn't want to be... I didn't want to be Joe. I wanted to be Cobra Commander. Everything about him was awesome. He had a good mask. He had a bunch of good masks. He was the best. <laughs> he was no Destro, but he was alright. But I respect all the all the like the baby faces, like being able to get the fans to be behind them and getting them to like them. You know, like it's not easy. Does it does it help you with your like relationships with everyone backstage, like just really shining everyone up like that, working to to make people hate you to make them like them better, or is that a little bit more of a challenge and it just kind of happens organically? Uh, I don't. I guess it just happens organically, really. You know. Well, you landed in Vanity Inc. And now you're on your own. Uh, where do you see yourself going, man? Like, are you gonna are you gonna keep being heel like for good? Or are you, are you gonna? I mean, obviously you're gonna have a lot of fun being hardcore champion. Uh, you know, obviously hardcore just kind of just emulates heel. But you're you're heel in CSW. Um, were you heel? I can't remember the last time I saw you wrestle for New Era. Were you were you baby for that one? Because I remember them cheering a lot for you. Uh, I was on my way to being a baby. I guess I was kind of a tweener. Because you know, I was just breaking away from, like, just kind of starting to do my own thing there. So, I guess more of a tweener right then. Uh, working on any new, like, promos for anything? Like, it, like have you designed new new gear or anything like that? I mean, like, I, I really want to know, like, the evolution that's that's about to happen. Just, you know, sneak preview. Well, I mean, I've got, I've got merch hopefully coming. You know, t-shirts. I got gear made. I've a, I'm not the like clean shaven guy anymore, you know. You got your own pro wrestling tea shop up and everything. No, I don't have one of those. What's just, taking you so long, man? I don't know. I guess I got to get on that one. I'll design you a shirt, Tony. Just tell me what he likes. Let me see. He likes a little bit of everything, man. Bringing you know, hard rock and punching people in the face. I dig your intro music, man. I was pretty pretty impressed because you 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 brought me Hatebreed, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hatebreed is one of my favorite bands, man. I actually got to interview them uh, a long time ago. After I remember getting to meet them at Ozfest, man. Jimmy Josta was just like the coolest guy from Boss. Hey, what's up, Boss? Like, you want autograph? Like, you just the nicest guy. And then he'd go out there and just like destroy it. And you, if you don't know the lyrics, you think that they were like actually you hear the word Hatebreed. But, like, they're the most positive fucking lyrics out there, man. Like, they've always pumped me up and dragged me out of a lot of different holes. How did you find Hatebreed? I've just always been a fan of them, you know? I don't know. I just came across them on, like, YouTube one day. I think it was in, like, high school. Just kind of became a fan. What record? What's that? What record? I don't know. It was just, like, a playlist or whatever on YouTube. Just a little bit of everything, I guess. Well, when when you're going out there, obviously we've talked heel, we've talked baby. Uh, where are you looking to end up, man? I'm not saying I want you to say you want to end up in AW or, or WWE, man. Like, uh, when you're on top of that mountain, like, what are you seeing yourself? Like, how how do you picture yourself? Um, what do you have behind your back in terms of like your resume? I mean, like, where are you looking to go? Because obviously you're not doing this just you know to be in the indies forever. I don't know. I think it'd be nice. I don't know. I think it'd be nice to be an AW, but obviously I wouldn't turn down WWE, you know. But uh, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see what the future holds with that. I was... I'd like to like tra- travel the world a little bit more, you know, as like independence first. I'd like to see in Japan, man. I think Japan's like the place to go for everyone, no matter what. Just go there for just a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd like to do that. I don't think there's many people who wouldn't want to do that. Any particular place you'd like to see yourself in Japan? Anything uh, kind of come to mind? I'd want to go to uh, Big Japan, do the uh, deathmatch stuff there. Yeah, that's a good point. So let, let's talk about that for a little bit. I know you know, you know, I've helped train you and whatnot, and you know, went out of our way to make you as good of a you know a wrestler wrestler as we could. But you know, you've always had kind of a thing for the death matches. Um, you know, I, I know you're like you know, you've competed in Slave to the Death Match like two occasions, I believe. 
plus you're the reigning CSW hardcore champion. Uh, what what kind of what do you like about death matches as opposed to just a straight wrestling match? Um, I, I guess in a way it's just because there's like more of a like an I don't know like a more realistic look to it. I guess you know like there's no like there's less que- people questioning if it's real or not. You know? Yeah. I don't and I'm, I don't you can't really fake going through a table. Right. People can't question it as much, but, and then I don't know. I get like a different adrenaline rush from it too. Like I get it from, I get, like I get an adrenaline rush from like your like old school wrestling, but like it's a different kind with the mm-hmm. deathmatch stuff. Yeah, I always I always felt like like the few times I've done hardcore is like that first that first big shot kind of wakes you up a little bit. You kind of get that same feeling out of it. Yeah, like the first one always kind of sucks, but then it's like after that you're pretty much good to go you know yeah you kind of get that but you're just like oh man yeah now you know that kind of like i said i kind of just get you excited for you know what's going to happen next yeah what's your favorite uh weapon of choice in a death match i like the staple gun the staple gun is always <laughs> always fun and what's the least favorite thing to get knocked the hell out with um you know, thumbtacks to the top of the head hurt real bad. Like, just the way they feel. And, like, I, I don't know if it makes sense, but I feel like I can hear them going in. Oh. Hmm. So. No, that makes perfect sense, man. The, the one thing I've always been – like, if I was in a death match, the one thing I've always been scared of, and I don't know why, is the, the big uh, – the, the light bulbs, man. There's just something about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are dangerous, man. They're <laughs> – what cut you yeah, open? Not... What cut you open at the last one, man? Because I remember seeing the photos of you just like coming out, just like covered in blood, man. Was it just a myriad of things, or one particular thing just knocked that head open? No, it was just just a bunch of different stuff. You know, like you never know what you're kind of getting into with that stuff. <laughs> I I get a lot of people giving death matches flack, man, because like where you guys were talking earlier about it, it, you get a little bit more of a real sense. Uh, a lot of people sometimes have a like have a cringe factor with it, or some people just like just worried, uh, like the real smart marks out there, just worried shitless about the wrestlers, you know, just really putting themselves out there like that. Um, how how do you respond to people like not liking death matches? I mean, if they don't like it, then they cannot like it. You know, it's professional wrestling. There's like, it's like like ice cream. You know, there's different flavors for everybody. You know, like I'm not gonna like knock somebody for not liking it. You know, and yeah. the people who do do like that kind of stuff, you know, they love it, you know, so I wouldn't ever like have an issue with people not liking deathmatch wrestling. It's their it's their opinion. It's their choice. I do like the fact that Colorado has different flavors throughout the throughout the state, man. Like, uh, you know, we've got a lot of great indie factor, but then we've got primos with that like rated R factor, man. Like, that's one thing I really dig about going to those shows, man. How long? You yeah. Been, how long have you been working with Joey? Um. Let's see. So the first show I ever did for him was Slave to Deathmatch uh, last year. So I guess two years or so. First deathmatch ever, or were you and Tony like practicing deathmatches like already? Like how did he how did he prepare you for that at all? No, that was just my first deathmatch ever. You know. Tony Who was in that with you in your first round or your first uh, death match? What's that? Who was in there with you in your first death match? It was uh, me and Johnny Crash against Eric Angel and uh, uh, Dalton. Uh, Dalton Bragg. Dalton Bragg, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. How do you how do you feel after your how do you feel after your first? Because I know, like I said, I know you've been a fan for a long time, but how did it feel to actually compete in your first death match? Oh, it felt good. Like, it's, it definitely made me want to do it more, you know. I went barefoot into Legos. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> oh. Any kind of, any kind of like, mental preparation for your first one? Uh, I get, just try to make sure I didn't get hurt, really. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, you know. I don't know really how you can get mentally prepared for that stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. I remember reading in Foley's book, you'd always listen to, like, Tori Amos beforehand and that, Somehow that music was what kind of got him in the right mindset 
do you have any like you don't you have any kind of specific way you like to get into a mindset for a big death match i just you know i just like to stretch out just kind of focus on what's gonna happen that's about it i don't know i don't really listen to music before i gotcha gotcha is there any particular um any particular opponent you'd love to have like an ultimate like a dream death match I'd like to go against Masada or Jun Kasai. Good choice. Oh, nice. Okay. Those are like my two uh, top guys I'd want to face. Those are those are names not a lot of people know, man. Like, how did you stumble on those guys? Good choice. So I was like a junior in high school, and I was – I don't even know how exactly I came across it, but I found it was a big Japan match between those two, and uh, I just got hooked on it. And I guess since they were, like, the first two, like, deathmatch wrestlers I actually saw, I just kind of, like, wanted those two to – wanted to face those two. I don't know. Nice, nice. Yeah, Masada's uh, old friend from Texas, actually. Used to work oh, with yeah. him quite a bit in uh, ACW down in um, Austin, Texas. Do you still talk to those guys? Uh, here and there a little bit, not too much. When you were uh, when you first were starting to shine up, uh, uh, Benny here, like how did you really get him into like the uh, into the scene, man? Because this is a big thing to get thrown into it like that, and you know he he just screams talent. Like, sorry, I'm like just talking about you, like you know, right to your face, man. But you, you you've got the talent, <laughs> you've got the goddess. I mean, but you gotta you gotta get eased into that, man. Like, how did you ease him into that, Tony? Funnily enough, he just got kind of thrown in. <laughs> Uh, one of the new era shows, uh, Kincaid, was um, he was missing his opponent didn't show up, so we just kind of he was like, you know, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" And, I, and he just was like, well, "What about Cumberbatch?" And I was like, "You know, if you think he's ready, let's do it." And you know, he you know he was good to go. He had his gear, and they went out there and they killed it. Benny, did you have to like call that on the fly, or did you guys at least have ten minutes to fucking pull that off, like backstage? <laughs> Uh, we had a couple minutes to pull it off, but like Kincaid's, he's really good, you know. So I wasn't too worried about that, you know. He's been doing it for a while. Was was that your first match, or was that like the first time you had to like call it on the fly like that with minimal preparation? That was my first match ever. What year was that? Uh, like twenty sixteen. Damn, not too long ago, man. Like you're, you're, you're working your way up there. You like you're right. So you already had the two belts that I know of because I got into the scene in 2019. Here, uh, what other accomplishments accomplishments have you had? Uh, I was a new era heavyweight champion. I was a f- new era 5280 champion. I was a new era tag champ. Uh, CSW tag champ. The CSW hardcore champ. I was the. Uh, me and uh, Miraz were the CSW uh, Tag Team of the Year. Of course. I've held the uh, the Big Sky Tag Team Champions of the World in Wyoming. <laughs> the World Tag Team Champions of the World. You took him to Wyoming? <laughs> of Wyoming. Had a pop his cherry somehow. What are the First what? road trip, I believe. Awesome. Dude, tell me a good road story, man. Benny, start it out. Like, you're, you're getting your first road trip, man. Like, uh... Was it just you and Tony? Uh, Adrian Matthews and Jason Noel came with us too, right? I think so. Yep. Yeah, so when you think of Wyoming, you don't really think of wrestling, you know? And, uh, uh, yeah, there was it was not great. So we got there, <laughs> and I was thinking there was going to be like, it was like an indie show, you know? So I was thinking like there'd be like minimum of like 20 people. And then the opening bell rings, and we walk out. And there's like five, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well promoted, well promoted. Well, as long as you got paid better than a handshake and a hot dog. That's not a knock anyone, I just love saying that. We got mustard on the hot dogs. We got mustard on the hot dogs. I hate mustard. I hate mustard. <laughs> Why do you hate mustard? Why do All you right. hate mustard? <laughs> so me and Cody Vine were having this match. All right? And it was a, it was a false count anywhere. And it was like, we're going, we're going at it. It was a great match. You know, the fans were into it, but there's this one particular fan who was way too into it. (laughs) 
So it was back at the Buffalo Rose, so she was drinking a little bit more than she probably should have been. And she grabs this bottle of mustard, and she sprays it all over me. You know? And after that, I hate it. It wasn't some deep-seated, like, like uh, elementary school thing, like some bully used to always squirt mustard on you. It was just some drunk chick that ruined it forever? Yeah, dude, she ruined my gear. Like, my trunks were ruined. <laughs> Drunk chicks can either make your night or they can ruin it. That's face uh, yeah. facts. Usually when girls uh, squirt shit all over you like that, it makes things better. But I guess uh, mustard is a no-no on that one. No, it dries your lips out. It gets in your eyes. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> all right, so I, w- I do want to rewind to the, to the road trip, man. All right, so you go out to five people. Um, Tony's with you. Did you make any mistakes because there was only five people there? Yeah, I'm sure I did, but, like, those five people were, like, probably some of the biggest fans, you know? Like, they, they paid their money to go watch, so I don't think they were really, like, paying attention to uh, any mistakes, you know? No, I'm just saying, like, because uh, it reminds me of uh, an early story with Henry Rollins and Black Flag, how he just joined Black Flag as the, the lead singer, and they, they did some, you know, POS Wyoming show, and there was, like, eight people in the crowd, and he started slacking. And uh, the guitarist grabbed him by the throat, threw him down, and said, these people paid their money to see us. You give them every fucking bit. Uh, did the fact that there was only a couple people out there, like, in any way hinder you? Or did it just set a fire under you to just keep performing better for them? No, we we had the match of the night. For sure, that night. Yeah, because one thing I wouldn't want to do is piss off uh, Mr. Tony Morales. He, he's pretty goddamn serious about everything he does. There's no There's no in-between. That's what Funnily we enough, we were total goofballs that night. We just went out there just trying to piss people off, and it worked. Well, that's the first time we were tag team, right? It like, was, yeah. The start of it all. No, I wasn't even. I wasn't even officially a member of Vanity Inc. at the time. Oh, we just had an extra shirt, and we went with it, right? Yeah, and it, you know, it worked. We went out there. We had a killer match, and you know, we won the tag belts in our very first night as a team. You know. It's, Still hold those belts, actually, funnily enough. <laughs> you just didn't return them? <laughs> they never asked for them. Yeah, they never asked for them. We'll still defend them. We'll defend against anybody. We don't care. I wonder if we get away with just, like, defending them next time you guys come back. There's some Maybe. random random belts that no one knows about and see if they even notice. Hey, we're still, hey, we're, through us and uh, Kevin Price, we're still the, uh, see, um... SCP tag team champions. Just didn't ask for him back. They just dissolved. <laughs> oh, they're still they're, they they keep trying to run, but because they're out of uh, they're out of Lubbock, and they just keep having to cancel shows because they keep trying to run. Texas has a lot of problems. I've heard, man. Sometimes like it's oh, it's a hotbed, dude. Tell me more, because I've I've only heard like they get started and then it peters out. Get started, peters out. Because I really want to go to Amarillo before anything happens there. Oh, don't don't go to Amarillo. Amarillo is a cesspool. Nothing good comes out of Amarillo. Trust me. I spent four years trying to make that place golden, and I ran. But but go to Lubbock. They got Whataburger and Bahama Bucks. And Bahama Bucks. We get we gotta fuck you next time if you come down. We gotta get you some. You know, get you some bucking. Oh, man, Everybody goes through it. Dude, I'll do it, man. I don't care how sick it makes me, but when you say Whataburger, I'm like, hell yeah. Everyone here was like, oh my god, In-N-Out Burger. And I'm like, fuck that. Uh, screw Whataburger. It's, not even it's that all great. about Whataburger. It's all about yeah, Whataburger. Screw Whataburger. Screw yeah, Whataburger. Like I said, Bahama, Bahama Bucks. Oh, I thought Bahama you were talking about Bucks will knock your socks off. Ugh. God damn it. I'm hungry now. <laughs> all right, so... We got an In-N-Out Burger you can go to. Oh, fuck yeah. $3 burgers? Oh no! Our wait, yeah. I I went on at work break today, thinking I was like getting a good like. Oh my god, there's no line. Like no, the guy stopped me. He's like, no, the line goes through the parking garage. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like an asshole. I had to leave all hungry. It was like three dollar burgers, man. Like, what are you gonna get with a three dollar burger? A fucking three dollar burger. Like, no, thank you. And you you can get a ten dollar burger from Five Guys and not even get fries. And it's not even that great of a burger. Let's go to Red Robin. We gotta grill out, guys. What do you guys want to do once this COVID shit's over, man? Benny, what are we? What are we grilling? Oh, oh man. Ooh. 
Are we grilling? Brat, or are we doing? Brat, are we grilling or are we barbecue? No, we do both. Steak, steak. Let's <laughs> barbecue steak. How do you like your steak, man? Uh, I like it medium rare, you know. Bloody as hell. I like it bloody <laughs> as hell. Seared and bloody as hell, but brats, dude, I'm all in. That's one thing I love about the CSW shows is they've got brats. I get, I get a free brat and it's huge as hell, and they burn the shit out of it for me. It's the best, man. That's one thing that really I really fucking miss about, um, or since COVID, is getting to grill out with the homies, man. Because now we've got you know a bunch of different options, especially now that we've got uh, the school open on the weekends here and uh, SoCo Pro. Uh, shit, I, we need to get a grill there. Just we finished. Anyone's welcome to come train at any time. I mean, Tony, you were there this weekend, man. Yeah, first time I've been back in the ring since my surgery. Well, I'm just glad you, played, I'm glad you just played it safe, man. I would have been really mad if you had been, like, pushing it and, you know, really hurting the inside and not telling anyone, man. But once that shit gets going, man, when we're full-fledged open in terms of, like, the shows are going again, we got to get a grill there, man. Because can you imagine, like, after a hard training session just fucking grilling? Just right there. Nah, man, after, after a hard session, you got to go to the gym. Goddamn. <laughs> You just don't stop, do you? He's a machine. Uh, dude, I've, I've been stopped for freaking two, three months now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Give me something to do, please. Hey, Shoot. No, no wonder you've been so happy to be on the show. I, we appreciate you, man. I appreciate this. Shoot. But nonetheless, this isn't about me. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to Benjamin here. Benny, tell us you something know, we don't uh, know let's... about you. Just give us something. Give us something. How old were you when you what's kissed your, your first what's, girl? What's your sign? What's your sign? <laughs> what was your first girlfriend's name? Come on. Who's your girlfriend now? She cute? One to ten? Give us some... Give oh, us some... I'm single now. Uh, I went to barber uh, school. Got my barber license, cutting hair. <laughs> and you're making all the boys pay for you to get their hair cut? All right, fine. All right, keep going. <laughs> no, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> Tony, are you shaving your own head now because Benny's not doing it? Man, I've been shaving my own head for years. Like I have let, I think my wife had to shave my head one time when I had my surgery, and that's probably the second time somebody shaved my head in my entire life. Benny, Benny, we're just happy to have you on the show, man. Like, uh, tell us what you do to kick. We already asked you, like, what are you, what, what are you drinking? We already know your steak. We already know that you don't like going to Wyoming. Give us some more juice, man. Um, Any brothers or sisters? I got an older sister. One to ten? She's a... What's that? <laughs> Just a scale of one to ten, hotness. Uh... Dude, that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect answer. Shoot. <laughs> and uh, I assume she's on Facebook? Uh... No, I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she, she don't play ball, man. She, she's got a kid, doesn't she? She does. She does. She's got a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, people Is it a boy or girl? It's a, it's a boy. You're an uncle? Oh, nice. I am an uncle. How do you spoil how do you spoil the uh the, the nephew there? I don't. It teaches <laughs> bad habits. <laughs> You're just cheap, man. I'm not cheap. I give him life lessons, you know. You're not going to get everything you want in life. Noogies, wedgies, gotcha. No one loves you. <laughs> you were an accident. It's all hard love. No, that's what's up, man. Do you ever bring him to the shows? Uh, he's been to a few of the uh, New Era shows. He he enjoys it. Yeah, New Era's got a really nice family section there because, like, it, you've got, like, the entire place packed, but you can always tell the family. They're all in the same area. I love it. You're all wearing the t-shirts, that sort of thing, man. It's 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 a really good family environment. The only thing I don't like about New Era is you can't get a beer there. Yeah, you can get a comic book, though. Yeah. Get plenty of comic books, god damn it. I want a beer. I have to you, can smug- get, you can get more, though. It's the world's largest comic book store. I have to smuggle in my own booze, taking shots out in the front with some crackheads walking by. Probably want some. See? So you're bringing in beer that you won't have to pay there. While you can get a comic book and watch wrestling, how perfect is that? It it is perfect, but in case anyone that 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 runs the place, I absolutely did not do that at all, in any sense or form. 
No, but everyone treated me like family there when I first met there, when I first went there, and uh, the podcast is maybe like 10 episodes in. Everyone was really, like, they played ball, they were really, they, good business sense, man. Like, that's one thing I really enjoy about everyone that's involved in that, in that school, is you guys really teach the, the business there, man. Benny, because you've always had a good business sense, never heard one bad thing about you, man. That's one of the reasons why I really wanted you on the show, was because this business just breeds, like, shit talking which is fine i mean everyone talks shit with their buddies whatever but i've never heard anyone say anything bad about you man and that's a shoot so funnily enough real quick i just want to point out that he's been he's he's known us since episode 10 and we're just now getting you on the show i don't i I, I think he really doesn't like us oh that's not that's not fair man i you guys would give me that sounds like to me (laughs) i didn't get a hello i didn't get a hey brother love to have you on the show i don't think you did I, I said, think I only got like a head nod, like a, what's up? And then you so he was big time in us since episode 10? I was not big time in you guys. You guys gave me that look like, fuck off. So I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to. That's gonna, my face. Just, That's our I'm job. Gonna... <laughs> That's our job. Usually my face has that, but it like, it's one of those things that always confuses me backstage is like, because you can't show too much happiness. You can't show that you're ready to be too much friends with oh, anyone. Oh, and he was sneaking backstage now. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I was trying to avoid, an early <laughs> ass-whooping. Like, we're not even in the uh, same damn room, and I know that I'd be getting advanced on right now. Like, motherfucker, you only gave me a head nod, I needed a handshake, and a hot dog. This is why you were Vanity Inc., goddammit. He's got a really big thing for hot dogs. Have you caught that? Yeah, this is like the third time he's brought that up. I, don't... I bet he puts mustard on it, too. Ugh. And you know how you hate mustard. Gray Poupon. Ooh, give me oh. some of that. Oh, <laughs> I like to mix up that horseradish mustard, mustard with a little bit of mayo and some garlic and make myself a nice aioli. You like that, Ben? You're disgusting. <laughs> that's that's typically the uh, conclusion most people uh, land on when they get to know me. Oh, <laughs> that's tragic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got to tell you about this project we're working on, man. That is just nasty, and <laughs> we, gotta, we should should in we, all the right ways. Should we get a promo out of him, like the the one I sent you earlier uh, before we started recording? We should definitely get one out of him. It'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, if you like, I'll have to tell him more about it. Yeah, we'll tell you more off off screen, man. But like, uh, tell us how to find you on a on a Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans. Uh, on Instagram, it's uh, Benjamin F. and Cumberbatch. And then on Facebook, it's just Benjamin Cumberbatch. That's the, the two things I've got. You don't got Snapchat? I do not. No, I can't do Snapchat. Tony, can you do Snapchat? I don't, I don't, I don't you know what a Snapchat is. It's something my wife does. I get confused easily. Apparently, you get pictures for like three seconds. Oh, shit. That's weird. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I barely do it. I barely got an Instagram. I did that like two weeks ago. Yep. I barely know how to work social media, so. <laughs> Shit, I got in trouble the other day for reposting someone's art and like, you're using this illegally. Like, motherfucker, like, I'm not claiming it's mine. Every tag for your art was there. Um, he sent, he the first message came all in French, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to say, just going to delete it and not even talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've we've got Mr. Benny. F and Cumberbatch on the show. We're going to cut some promos in just a second. Guys, you got anything to lead us off with before we wrap up here? No. Just uh, keep supporting your local wrestling, you know? It's only one way to get it bigger, man, is to talk about it and pass that information on. So, speaking of which, real quick, you know, as far as the deathmatch goes, how, how big do you want to see as far as your career in deathmatch are you talking like a czw we talking some iwa mid-south Ooh, yeah, you, said you already mentioned big japan i want to get to game changer wrestling oh game changer I, nice i think that's one of my uh top goals right now okay i've never heard anybody of from game there you changer. wouldn't mind wrestling i've never heard of game changer uh, help me out here i'll check it you should check it out after this uh i want to face ricky shane page I think that'd be a good one. Uh, Nick Gage is there. Oh, nice. Yeah. They got a lot of good guys. A lot of good, like, solid wrestlers there. Okay. 
No, I, I dig it. You're you're so you're really into the indies, man. Like you're, you're not playing around. No, man. I'm I I love wrestling. You know, it's gotten me through a lot of tough times. Like, what do you subscribe to? Like, uh, I mean, I've got all the the main ones, like New Japan and uh, Impact, and you know, obviously, I keep forgetting to unrenew my fucking WWE subscription. Like, what else should I be subscribing to? Because progress stopped. Um, that's gonna be done for a long time. Um, what else? What else, what the hell else should I be watching, man? I feel like a noob now. Uh, Beyond Wrestling, Game Changer Wrestling. Do you watch Major League Wrestling? I do. Okay. Yeah, they just came back. I think didn't they? I believe so. Uh, the last thing I really enjoyed that was wasn't Major League Wrestling part of uh, Josh Burnett's Bloodsport? No, that uh, I don't that think they were part changer. of Bloodsport. They might have been, but now Game Changer is definitely part of it. But no, MLW is just on, you can get those on YouTube and it's on BN. But like they've got uh, Davey Boy Smith, one of their big guys. They got Low Key, uh, freaking, they got the Injustice team. Um, Brian Pillman Jr.'s coming out of there pretty hot. Mance Warner. Mance Warner's another big one. Freaking, uh, they, do, they, do, they do some good work. They use a lot of really top tier talent that's readily available off the Indies. So, like I know uh, Ace Austin was there before he went to Impact. Oh, I love Ace Austin, man. Like Timothy a, Thatcher was there. Timothy Thatcher, dude, him and freaking uh, him and uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. had that no ropes, freaking uh, oh, pure, yeah, basically pure thing. rules match. Yeah, and that was freaking. That was one of the best matches I've seen all year. Yeah, both those guys are really great. Mm-hmm. So, so next... that'd be that'd be dude. That'd be a guy I'd love to see you in the ring with, dude. You and Davy Boy Smith Jr. would be sick. I think you yeah, absolutely pull that off, steal the show, man. Yeah, for all those, for all those guys that uh, you know, know that gentleman and Primos. Let's see some Davy Boy Smith Jr. versus Benny F. and Cumberbatch. Thank yeah, you. that'd be a good time. No, I'd love to see you just steal the show, man. Because like, I mean, you always shine, but I feel like I feel like you've got a lot more coming, man. Like like you just haven't opened up that peeled the onion. There's there's so much more of them, and I I can't wait to see more of it. Um, now, I know we're in a pandemic, but if we were getting together to grill some hot dogs without any uh, mustard, uh, <laughs> what what matches are you gonna educate me with? Because like you're you're talking about shit, I'm not too uh, savvy on, man. Like, uh, give me some of your favorite matches that are indie matches we gotta watch. Um, so anything that Walter's in is great, <laughs> honestly. Uh, WXW uh, is the shit. I fucking love WXW, man. And I'm I'm kind of was really upset when he left to go to uh, WWE. Yeah, but that's the thing. He can't just stay. he's you know you gotta go to bigger places. You know, he, uh, you know. I feel like he was starting to be like a big fish in a little pond. You know. Yeah, but he hasn't got to shine in a while, man. He's been like what three ninety nine days so far of. Uh, UK champion, something like that. Wasn't it? I thought it was six hundred. Six hundred, something like that. Yeah, he's like definitely that. been a year and a half, two years at this point. Because it was funny, had like three UK champions since they freaking started the the division. Now his uh his my Walter shirt is like my like you know you know how everyone has their one shirt that like shows everyone that they're more hardcore than everybody. That's the one I got it from a German guy I met at WrestleMania. Back at uh, in New Orleans, I traded him a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt for it because he was getting trained by Walter in uh, Ring Kampf, and he was he showed me how to take a couple of chops that he learned from Walter, and I absolutely regretted that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass German guy just chopping drunk ass me like three in the morning. We had a full blown match uh, in the, in the hostel and outside on the gravel, man, and. I don't know. I just I, he turned me on the Walter. He turned me on a WXW. Was it Solid Carrot? Is that the one? Yeah, twenty four karat gold or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a big show, kind of. <laughs> no, that's, that's probably one of the best shows I've seen, especially when the crowd can control themselves when they're right up on the ring. Yeah, that's not easy to do. <laughs> so let me ask you this real quick, Cumby. If you got what do you prefer as far as like you know singles matches are one thing but like are you you seem to be kind of a big tournament guy too so what's kind of what's your thought process with those i i feel like they uh oh man what's the word i'm thinking 
I don't know. They show. They, I, I don't know. I like because I like the idea that it shows how durable people are. You know, like they're doing more than one match a night. Yeah. Plus, you got to think about you know trying to make each match different. Right. And it kind of reminds me of like high school wrestling. You know, because like you were in tournaments all the time. So it just kind of brings me back to that a little bit. I guess the nostalgia. <laughs> no, that's a good way to look at it. Shoot, I mean, it's you know showing you know how yeah you know amateur wrestling can be utilized in professional wrestling, you know? Yeah. Especially uh, especially without the having to jog, like, you know, three miles around the ring before the, the match starts in a rubber suit and taking laxatives and throwing up as much as you can to make weight. That shit sucked. I do that every day just for fun, all right? <laughs> That's a Saturday night. My morning routine. <laughs> After a bunch of egg whites, raw... Than a single is. Hey, they're delicious, man. I'm not going to argue with that. You can cook them. The it's right going to keep you coming and going. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we can make them the right Colorado way. Have a little bit of fun while you're losing some weight. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, let's cut some promos, guys. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up, Bendy. It has been a pleasure to have you on the show. Anything to wind us up with, Tony? No, I was kind of interested to see, like I said, freaking now that you're on your own, it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen in the next year once uh, we're out of this year pandemic, you know? I've yeah. always called, I've always called you probably one of the, you know, easily the top unsigned guy in the state. Agreed. So it's kind of, see what we can do to fix that in the next year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get you, get you more of a national look, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully everything starts opening up again. Yeah. The vaccine is on its way, 95%. Shit, been just happy don't, with don't, don't do, just don't do that first round. Just don't do that first round is all I'm saying. You never know. I was, yeah. yeah, you never know. You have to, like kids with like four legs and shit, like in India. No. <laughs> What's wrong with four legs? <laughs> What's wrong with India? I never said there was anything wrong with India, but you know when you see a chick with uh, a kid with four legs on <laughs> chick <laughs> on Reddit, it's definitely. It's just India. got weird. <laughs> This officially got weird. Officially got weird. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, sorry. They make them different. This is why he doesn't cut promos. Tony, I just got us canceled, man. I'm sorry. Oh, not again. <laughs> All right, but guys, don't hang up. This is dangerous. This transmission is over. <laughs>